Hello and welcome to episode 51, I think, of Let's Talk About. Yes. Where this week, me, Elliot, and my co-host, Seb. Hi. We'll be continuing our little fortnightly series of Disney reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, So if you haven't checked out last week's episode... Um, we went through our 50th episode special where we ranked all the Disney slash Pixar films that uh, we have watched as part of this podcast. So that was uh, 27, but we did it in 25. Yeah, you were listening to the podcast and you understand. 27? So, yeah. Yeah, it was 27 films altogether. Oh, yeah, because... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good like that. Anyway, but we're back on the wagon now and we're talking about the 1940 Disney classic... Fantasia. Whoa. I know. So, seen this before, Seb? I, I have. I We had this on VHS, among a few other nice. classics. I watched this quite a lot when I was a kid. And uh, it was interesting seeing what I remembered this time. Because I'm pretty sure I haven't seen this since we had it on tape. And although there's been like clips and stuff on like you know YouTube. So it's been almost 20 years, I think, since I saw this. Hmm. Now, it's up to you. So I think in a minute we should kind of like talk about what our thoughts were going into it. Um, I mean, at the end, obviously, we can do like our our final little bit. But do you want to just talk about like highlights, like good and bad, or do you want to go through each song individually? I think um, I think it makes sense to go through each song, and then we can maybe talk about our favorite at the end. Okay, cool. So for those who have no idea what we're on about, so Fantasia was is a slightly different Disney film. In the sense where it was, it was a third one that was released as part of Walt Disney Animation Studios. It's crazy, so the first isn't it? one, I oh know. So the first one was what, Seb? Uh, um, 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 Snow White. Brilliant. And the second one was uh, Pinocchio. Uh, uh, yeah, he's getting it. Yes. And then along came Fantasia, and um, what it was, it was basically um, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Uh, pieces of classical music, famous pieces, but then they sort of had it alongside some wonderful animation. So some were telling stories, others was just like abstract, kind of like, what do you call it, paintings, I suppose, or patterns. Art stuff, yeah. Yeah. So what were your thoughts before going into this movie for for this time around? Um, So this time around, it was like, Oh, I remember bits from this. I seem to remember... I loved this as a kid, so I thought I'd enjoy it again. And it was like, oh, I need to find time to actually watch this. And then I saw it saying two hours. I was like, oh, for peace Mm. sake. (laughs) Um, So I I had to do it in two sittings. I did like an hour and a half this morning and did another half hour uh, this afternoon. Um, But quite enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't quite sure what I was expecting. Um... But I was also amazed at how much I remembered, which was quite mm. cool. So there was entire pieces that I just remembered, like, especially like spoilers, there's parts about dinosaurs. So it's like I used to love dinosaurs as a kid. And I was kind of really looking forward to that bit as well, because even though I thought, oh, it's going to be really lame in comparison now, I'm still going to love it. Um, and I think I have a greater appreciation for the pieces of music this time. I think when you're a kid, it's like, oh, yeah, this is fun. But like, when you actually recognize some of the pieces now, because it's like some of the uh, bits, it's like they had the music, so then they animated for it. 
And then like with some of them, they actually had the animation. They wrote the music for the animation. So it's quite cool to see back and forth. And I don't know about you, but I think the quality of the animation really stood out in this. For a film that's like 83 years old. Yeah. So I think for me, I remember really, except this is only to my recollection, only the second time I've seen it. Mm. And the first time being pleasantly surprised, surprised and quite enjoying it. This time round, not that I didn't enjoy it. I split it off into two bits as well. So I watched the first half an hour two weeks ago. And I watched the last hour and a half today. (laughs) Um, For me, this is one where I I slot it into the, I need to be doing something else while I'm watching it. Mm. If that makes sense. So I found I was scrolling through bits I had to do like on my phone quite a bit or on like the tablet. So I I couldn't give it my full attention this time around. So I think I've still got like the basics of like everything that happened. But... Yeah, I don't know if, again, it was due to the, like you said, the two-hour runtime, mm. where kind of like mentally already I'm just like, oh, wow, this is a lot for something that's mainly all about music, even though that's really what I like. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's interesting you say that, because I found myself thinking, yeah, I'll put this on, I can get on with some other stuff. But I found myself just, like, watching all the stuff along with the music. So I was like, oh, I thought this would be like a do-something-else-at-the-same-time thing. But, I mean, there were some bits where it's like, oh, this is not that interesting, so I could skip this bit. But I think the majority of it, I was actually watching it. Mm. Yeah. I think I I really appreciate what this would have been like when it was released. So, obviously, mm. at the time, there wouldn't have been many things to watch. And the biggest entertainment in those years would have been through radio and listening to audiobooks or listening to pieces like long, I can't remember what you call them now, like classical pieces. You know, it's like tells the story if you like music. Like uh, yeah, that opera. thing, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, whereas this would have been great because, like, all of a sudden it's like a whole other sense to it. So they're doing what they normally do—they're listening to these pieces of music. But now they've got all this artwork and like these stories being told at the same time. Yeah. Um, and again, like you said, with like great detail as well, especially for a fact it's you know eighty-three years old. Um, so. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking about this during, like, oh, I think probably, like, the dinosaur one, where it's, like, we're so used to seeing, like, all the Jurassic Park films and all the different, you know, movies and shows and video games. Whereas I'm trying to think back in the 40s, what would the exposure have been to things like, you know, dinosaurs? Like, I think there's a thing where, like, turn of the century is when they actually started finding all the fossils and bones and stuff. So seeing that, are like, in action as well would have been quite interesting. And some of the animation, like especially the more the spookier elements towards the end it's like mm. for yeah for such an early thing that would have been like quite quite an impact that i guess you don't get now because we're so used to it but yeah so what we'll do is we'll go through each piece we'll maybe spend like you know two or three minutes on each one we won't go like in depth but we'll say like roughly what happens and then yeah. like our thoughts on the matter so the first one like a little introduction was a uh, takata and fugue in d minor Johann Sebastian Bach. That 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 that's the one. Uh, so this is the one that was more the uh, the kind of like the patterns more than anything else. Yeah. I think this is a nice gentle intro. Yeah, it is. It's setting the stage for what to expect, isn't it? Because it's got all the the lighting is really good in this. Like the way they frame all the the orchestra and the composer and having all the silhouettes and the different colours and things. Like, they light up the, the instruments with different things like that, which I thought was yeah. really cool. That is cool. 
This reminded me, if I remember it correctly, because this was one of the ones I watched two weeks ago, it reminded me a little bit of you know, the old Windows Media Explorer that used to have, like, in the early noughties and the nineties, and yeah. you play your music and you get all the <laughs> buttons coming. Oh, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably nothing like that, but from my memory from two weeks ago, that's what I remember. <laughs> yeah, well, because it, it, cause you... I guess we kind of say about the stuff before the actual music is they've got the narrator kind of introduced us to what's going to happen. And then mm. he says about, you know, we're going to play this piece now. And, you know, it, it starts off with the actual orchestra and the people. And then it slowly gets more and more abstract to the point where it's like animations of like violins in the sky and all the strokes and all the all the bass mm. notes are like these really thick lines. And there's all these little things that like fly around. It's really cool. It's actually quite mesmerizing. Mm. So I like it. Me- memorizing, mesmerizing, memorizing. Well, one of those. Yeah. Is the uh, is the word I would I would use. Yeah. Right. The second one was the Nutcracker Suite. Mm. So probably my favorite piece of music from the whole film. Ooh, big call. I think I I do like the Nutcracker Suite. It's probably the most iconic, I'd say. Yeah. Probably why I like it because mm. I just follow the crowd. You are. Uh, <laughs> if this is the one I'm remembering, I liked a little bit with the mushrooms. Yes. So, what was it? It was to do with like the changing of the seasons, wasn't it? Yeah, because it it, uh, it talks about changing the seasons from autumn to winter. Um, it starts off with the dance of the sugar plum fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, which was quite cool. I didn't remember that one in much detail, but then yeah, the uh, the mushrooms are pretty much straight after that, weren't they? Called the Chinese dance because yeah. remember at the start of the film it has the like warning about you know there's some cultural insensitivities. Oh yeah. I was thinking I don't remember anything in this film because it's all like dinosaurs and like mythical beasts, and then you look at the mushrooms and you think, oh, I think yeah, it's that <laughs> I, one. I see now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the I only made one note, and that was it. Was oh. mushrooms are cute. But racist? <laughs> <laughs> racist? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but no, I, I liked it. It They were cute, to be fair. Obviously, I won't make a comment on the uh, stereotypes they were going for. Yeah. But the actual faces of mushrooms, were, I, I thought were sweet. Well, because when you think of Fantasia, I think I picture Mickey Mouse with the wizard mm-hmm. hat. I picture mm-hmm. the mushrooms and I guess like the demon at the end. So that's like the big stuff I think people remember. Yeah, and going leading on to that, the next one is then the Sorcerer's Apprentice bit, which I would argue, okay, guess it's your thoughts. Is this Mickey Mouse's most iconic character? Well, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because he, it was all like Steamboat Willie, and then like I think his popularity had kind of died a bit, hadn't it? Um, mm. So they brought him back for this, and this this was his first feature length. Uh, appearance, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. Because they've redesigned him, and then everything else has been this design ever since. And everything we see Mickey Mouse in, I think, also him in the whole wizard stuff is so iconic as well. Now, it's like it's probably up there with his usual outfit. Yeah, because I think, again, like uh, we always say, well, I say we always say this. I've said it a few times that one of the reasons why we started this podcast is because I wanted to get back into the Disney films. Mm. I got inspired by going back to Disney World. And um, in one of the parks you go into, I think it's Hollywood Studios, it's just like this big like bush that's just like been, what do you call it, not carved, because the bush shaped <laughs> with a head trimmer. <laughs> Let's Tr- go trim, trimmed, I guess, yeah. 
yeah, why not? To look like, um, well, it's Mickey Mouse with the with the hat on. Oh. I mean, you've got like all like the little mops kind of like surrounding him. Oh, sweet! And it's so cool. Um, well, because we talk about like the Disney magic, don't we? And it's like all this stuff and like the castle. But it's like, yeah, the, the idea of Mickey with the wizard's hat and all that kind of stuff. It's it's so synonymous with this and and the piece of music as well. I find myself humming this occasionally just in my day to day life. It's like it's so kind of influential. Yeah, I'm gonna say it now. This is my favorite bit of a whole. Mainly because I think it is so iconic. It's what you kind of like view it as. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Doggy. I think... Oh, woof woof. <laughs> Sorry, I've got a new dog. Well, no, I haven't got a new dog. I'm we're looking after me and my wife a new dog, and it's just coming to say hello. Ooh. So yeah. Are they going to make go. an appearance? Fun fact for you all. <laughs> there you go. A little behind the scenes. Oh. Let's talk about for you there. He's, he's not cared about me. He's just gone off somewhere else. Oh, classic dog. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, that's probably a big call. I know when I mentioned this to um, to the missus, she said it's like the only thing she remembers from this film, the whole Mickey Mouse Sorcerer's Apprentice thing. And I think it's probably my favourite as a kid as well. Um, it's just so good. And there's some there's some fun trivia on this one because the because um, the the sorcerer is called Yen Sid, um, which is Disney backwards. Uh, because apparently he, oh, that's cool. he was modelled off of uh, Walt Disney, and like apparently the way like he does his eyebrows is like a dead giveaway, which is quite cool. Because um, <laughs> he's in Kingdom Hearts, and you go to um, to like his castle or something at some point. I can't remember how that leads into the story, but yeah, it's just yeah, it's just so so cool. Yeah, right. Let's move on. Then we've got Rites of Spring. Mm. And oh yeah, I remember this one. This is like the first one I watched today. Um, oh, and this is one of the dinosaurs as well. Yeah, yeah. okay. I've all, I've all linked it in now. I was just trying to think. I was like, I remember. So this is like showing off, kind of like the it's it's the idea of um, like the start of like Earth, basically, isn't it? Yeah. So like how it all began and how it started with like all the volcanoes and then they erupted and then it slowly made a place and then plants were growing and then there were dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, and this, would you say this is your second favourite? Um, probably. I always loved this as a kid because again, I was into dinosaurs. Um, I I forgot, but then I very quickly remembered the bits at the beginning where it's got like the galaxies and it's all the ballet music and then like all the, like the amoebas and all the different things in the sea uh, remind me of the video game Spore which was quite cool. Um, yeah, all the dinosaur stuff, I was like, oh, I remember all these bits now, and I was waiting for the bit of the T-Rex when they start fighting. And then, <laughs> when I, for some reason, when I was a kid, um, it, it gets to the bit where there's, like, no water and there's no food and all the dinosaurs are dying. And that bit always kind of, like, not that it was scary, but I didn't like it as much. And then when it gets to the no. vault, all, like, the earthquakes, I used to apparently, like, run upstairs and hide because <laughs> I didn't like the earthquakes. Nice. <laughs> so mum would have to come in and, like, turn, the, turn it off or something. <laughs> Which is so funny. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, so you never actually got past this one then because of it. <laughs> well, well, it's interesting because um, I think every everything we see here, I remember except for one thing, which will be interesting when we talk about it. Oh, okay. Um, what was I going to say? So, so I think, and this is more of a me thing, I think, rather than an actual criticism of... Uh, of the pieces at all is I think one thing I struggled with 
is a lot of these, I think, personally go on too long. Mm. So I did find, like, we were, like, on one, like, just on this particular one for, like, ages. And I think we get that in quite a few other stories, but... Yeah, I, again. I, I see what you mean, because there's some nice little motifs in this one, and it's like, it's good, but it, they do it too much, and it's like, you have mm. the exciting stuff, but then it just really drags at the end. Yeah. Um, Then we had, like, not really a song, but we had, like, a little intermission bit, mm. which was quite cool. We had, like, a little jazz, little... That was cool. ...celery thing going on. And that was like the, my second favorite bit of the whole. <laughs> well, well, there was also a bit. I think it was early on where the um, master of ceremonies is like about to introduce the next thing, and then the guy with like the chimes accidentally like drops one yeah. or something, and like the camera cuts to them, and and then it cuts back to the guy. And he's like, right, as I say, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, and you know what? I honestly don't know if that's like was planned or. If it was like a genuine thing that happened, well, it um, looks like they were filming like a live performance, so I guess maybe it wasn't delivered. I don't know. No, I mean, uh, maybe you have to research that. I don't know. Maybe. Um, then after that is the pastoral symphony. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, this was with the uh, mythological creatures like the cupids and all that. Yeah, so it's got the, the colourful centaurs and centaurettes, uh, cupids, fauns, and other figures from the classical mythology. A lovely bit of Beethoven. Yeah. And again, I, I what I liked about this one was how it really kind of like changed the whole story along with the music. So it was, mm. like, it was all nice and peaceful, then it got like a bit more romantic, then it got all scary, and it was like, was it Zeus who was like then trying to like yeah. just kill everything? He's and throwing then, like, lightning calm at them, yeah. down. And he was like, ah, oh, I'm all good now, you know. Um, I've had my little heat up moment and then yeah. I was all calm again I did like um, that where he's like oh, I'm bored of throwing lightning at everyone I'm going to go to bed now and then like he like there's a lightning bolt behind him so he like drops it on the on the, on the earth and just like explodes um, I I found this whole thing very nice this is a very nice animation the music was very calming and peaceful it's like da, 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 da. It's just, yeah it's really nice to look at as well yeah Again, this would be one I, I, in my opinion, just went on a little bit too long. But again, that's not a criticism of a film. That's more just my own personal thoughts, if that's allowed, of course. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where because they're doing it to a piece of music, it's like, I guess you could cut some of the music out, but I don't think it works. Yeah, so they have to exactly, do it for yeah. that. Um, mm. But yeah. I agree. Uh, the penultimate one was Dance of the Hours. Mm. Um, so the, there's only one thing that stood out to me here, and that was for hippos dancing. <laughs> and I don't know why I found that really funny. And... <laughs> it was, yeah, this one, because um, it, it's called um, yeah Dance of the Hours, so it's called a comic ballet. And for some reason, yeah, it was like quite funny in ways that I wasn't really expecting. Because it's what is it's Hyacinth Hippo and her servants. Oh, that was after the ostriches as well, which is weird. And then you got the elephants mm. with their bubble blowing. And then Ben Alligator. The alligator. Um, oh, so is it like a... Okay, so the ostriches are morning, the hippos are afternoon, the elephants are evening, and the alligators are nighttime. I did like that when they got like their capes on, like it's like Phantom of the Opera or something. And then... There's that weird kind of dance between the alligator and the hippo. It's quite cool. Yeah. So, 
I preferred this to the... I'm so sorry if you can hear this. like a bag crinkling. Oh, this dog just destroys everything. Um, what was I saying? I, I, I found this more enjoyable than the previous one, personally. Again, mm. it could have helped because obviously I'm a little kid and I have a short attention span. <laughs> so it might have helped but it was a bit shorter. Or that it was changing like throughout and it was a bit more upbeat. Um, mm, maybe. But, yeah. I think for me, yeah. I don't know, because I thought... At the start, I was like, oh, this is a bit weird, and I'm not finding this as interesting. And then and then all the alligator stuff happened, and I thought, oh, this is really fun. I'm liking this. Um, I can't remember how good the music is, though, whereas I do remember the Pastoral Symphony, and I remember that being quite a nice one to listen to. Hmm. Let me come to the finale. Oh. Uh, the Night on Bald Mountain and Ave Maria. Yes. Ave Maria, yes, the pie, it's the cool pizza pie, it's Amore. <laughs> That's not the song, I don't think. Uh, Ave Maria. Ave Maria. Was this the one you don't remember anything from? No, well, that's the funny thing. I specifically remember the first part to this story, um, but I don't think I remember the last bit, which is really weird. Oh, okay. I tuned off quite a lot of this one when I was watching it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, well, okay. One of my favourite bits of trivia I found um, relates to this bit particularly because um, there was quite quite a reaction to to this part of the sequence um, when it came out because um, it says even after more than eighty years after its release, Disney still receives complaints from parents claiming the Night on Bald Mountain sequence terrified their children. <laughs> it's pretty terrifying. Um, did it have? Because I remember watching this. And I remember there being some uh, animated nudity in it. Yes! Now, that, I was not expecting that. <laughs> was was that on the Disney Plus version? Yeah. Okay, I must have just been like not paying attention by that point then, just listening to the music. Because <laughs> um, I also noticed it as well with like the myth- mythological creatures one, even though it's kind of like less explicit in there. There's, there is, you know... There's shapes, isn't there, that's like for the there, females? There is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's little, like, smiley faces and places. Yeah, um, but then this one, there's these, like, kind of female creatures, and then it, like, flashes on the screen. <laughs> it's like a scene from Airplane, where there's just a topless woman for no reason. And I was like, how did that get in here? Yeah, um, well... So, yeah, I mean, it, the word I would use is interesting. Yeah. For, for that whole... It's, it's, it's an experience. Yeah, this one I'm not is. Saying it's a good experience. <laughs> it's very it's trippy. An experience. Oh dear. Well, because yeah, um, for anyone who, for some reason, hasn't seen this, um, basically, it's like a big, like, uh, kind of devil creature. Like visually, it's very striking. Like, and it, it's one mm. I always remember where it's got like the big wings and stuff. And that shot is really cool. The rest of it's like a bit weird. I think it's a bit kind of whatever. Um, but yeah, I always remember that visual was very, very striking. Um, but then like the church bells start ringing and then all the, all the creatures are like, and they all like wander off. Um, so then this is the bit I don't really remember. Um, it's the sound of an angelus bell. It's night face to dawn. And then this is the only bit where there's a chorus, um, rather than just instrumental. Oh, and there we go. So yeah, final thoughts. I'll go first, because why not? Yeah. Favourites were The Sorceress Apprentice and the um, 
for mushrooms <laughs> and, and the little jazz solo bit. Okay. Um, and, and the narrating as well. I liked that. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate, I said, what it would have been like at the time. I think it's something you it would be great to have on just in the background while you're doing other stuff. Especially mm. if you're like feeling in the mood for like that type of music and it's quite cool just to have it like for different animations going on. But it's not something I would pick for a movie night. I'm not going to sit down and think, oh, let's watch Fantasia. Because yeah. like I said, it's a bit too long and I would rather have something with more words in it. But that's just because I'm apparently um, uh, an eight-year-old. Uh, well, you know. But what are your thoughts? <laughs> well, I think it's a valid point, isn't it? Because it's like, yeah, back in the day, people would sit for 80 minutes and listen to an orchestra play one of Beethoven's pieces. But now we like other things. But I don't know. I, I, this kind of goes in the same camp as like Saludos Amigos, where it's a, it's an experience, isn't it? Like that one, you're experiencing mm. culture and you get all these cool animations. This one, you get the same kind of thing. You experience the culture of classical music and you get some cool animations. Um, for me, yeah, probably Sorcerer's Apprentice and maybe the Pegasus Centaur stuff. Uh, I did like mm. Bacchus, the god of wine, with his little donkey as they're like running away from Zeus's lightning bolts. Um, but yeah, it, it's just an experience. And to think this was like the first and only Disney picture to go over two hours, I think. Mm. Um, this was the first feature length film or something to be in stereo. Um, it was like the first kind of thing of this type. So all that stuff, yeah, I think it deserves its place. Now that I've seen it again, I probably wouldn't want to watch it again for a while. <laughs> so I don't know. It, no. th- this is so hard to rank compared to all these other stories, which have so much rewatchability. That said, I think if we picked like one of these clips to watch again, I'd probably be quite happy with that. Hmm. Yeah. And of course, it does have a sequel. It has Fantasia 2000, which is only just over an hour. Um, oh, really? So, oh. yeah. So we were tempted to watch that as well and put that in here, but then time became an issue. Mm. Not that we didn't have the time, it's just we just didn't use it wisely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, an interesting knows, thing, maybe? I remember um, they did a, like, I guess a theatre production of Fantasia, and I think they blended some from the original with the 2000 version, because I went to London to watch that, I just remembered that I did that. Uh, that was really cool. Um, so... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if I've actually seen 2000, but I know I would have seen some clips from the new one. No, that's cool. Right. Anything else on that film? No, I think if you haven't seen it, it's quite an experience. Uh, If you like classical music, you'll probably enjoy it. If you like animation, there's some really cool stuff in this, like the lighting and the the different visuals and the, the motion. Like in... The, is it Rite of Spring or maybe the one before? No, it's the Nutcracker Suite. When they had the flowers, um, all the different flowers that land on like the pond. And you got like the reflections mm-hmm. and things. And all that stuff was really good. And I was thinking, this was 1940. And it's like, animation was good like a long time ago. And it just really oh, kind yeah. of um, made me remember that. It was quite cool. Yeah. I, I was going to say the same thing. You know, if you haven't seen it, watch it for the experience. As long as you don't hate classical music. Yeah, I don't necessarily have to like, you know, love it. But as long as you know you don't hate it, you should like it. Maybe just like do segments if if needed. Well, I think but, that's why yeah. this works because it's broken up into these. Imagine like a two-hour-long mm. story of one piece that would be unwatchable. Um, so this one, just put one that you like the look of on, or like the music's all quite nice to listen to. So it's like it's just relaxing, I think. Yeah. 
Right, but now the bit I've been waiting for <gasps> is what we're going to watch on our next uh, Disney review. Yeah. So, I'm going to spin that wheel. All right, I'll let you. Now, for the first time, you probably can't hear it because... Uh, I can't. It's and on the same thing. Yeah, and you're yeah. sideways on my Zoom. Yeah, there's a reason for that. It's because I turned off to look at this. Ah. Right. Funny. Oh, finally. That's good. After 51 weeks, it's finally returned. We are watching The Rescuers Down Under. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. quite fitting. Oh, so it's only taken a whole week's worth of... Uh, because episode one was The Rescuers. So episode 53, 52 weeks later, well, no, 52 episodes later, will be Rescuers Down Under. Well, it only took a year. That's quite cool, isn't it? Yeah, you got the first kind of 50-odd, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, very cool. So I'm looking forward to that. I yeah. feel like, if I remember correctly, a lot of people prefer this one to the first one. Yeah, I... Not like it's a bad, like, yeah. What? I don't think I've seen <laughs> Down Under. Um, and I know, I think a lot of people quite like the Down Under one. Because it's like... I think somebody was trying to say that the Disney Renaissance kind of starts with this one, and it's like mm. I don't know if it's quite the same category, but it seems to be quite fondly remembered. Yeah, so I'll probably watch that ASAP because that is a great film. I don't know how long it is. I could possibly. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for a ninety-minute runtime. Oh, ninety or under is always good. I'm gonna take a guess though. I'm gonna say it's a hundred minutes. Hundred minutes. That's what I'm gonna go for. Yeah. So how long is Little Mermaid? Uh, I don't know. Oh. I'm gonna have a look at the rescuers down under. You can either have a look at Little Mermaid or let us know how we can hear the yeah. listeners' thoughts on Fantasia if well, they have one. Yeah. So um, yeah, if you want to tell us which of your uh, which of the Fantasia pieces was your favourite, you can always. Uh, Drop us a DM on the old Insta. Um, you can get involved in the war between Zuckerberg and Musk. Um, find nice. our tag at uh, lta.podcast, or you can drop us a nice tasty email through our uh, email address, which I am slowly remembering is let's talk about 2022 at hotmail.com. But if you actually want a reply, do Instagram because it's like we we check that every two to three business years for email address. Yeah, we could um, do a poll on yeah. the favorite pieces from Fantasia. Could do, we could do. Um, just let you know, Rescuers Down Under is an hour 15. Oh, 75. So very, it's a very saucy, very saucy. We like movie. a short run so, time yeah. on this podcast, don't we? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's great, right? Um, thank you for listening. Thank you. To me, Seb. Not the audience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it, 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 w- any any final words? Um, no, I think, you know, just... Uh, no, as he continues to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no further words. I can explain why I've got no more words. I think, yeah, this was a nice little trip down memory lane for me. It was like unlocking a lot of memories that I didn't think I had, which was quite a cool experience. So for anyone else who maybe did watch this as a kid, or if there's any other films that have come up here that you hadn't seen in a long time, it's quite fun doing it. Unless it's like attached to a traumatic memory, <laughs> in which case maybe don't watch it. But no, it was a really nice experience for me. Um, so I hope other people can enjoy that as well. And it's good going back to these old films that either I haven't seen for a long time or just not at all. So it's been good. Well done. Well, Thank you for listening, and we hope you had a fantastic time. 
हाँ 